that gorilla Masoon, he's so smart, he knew something that two other people knew. Razor Ramon's number one contender. Razor knows it. Shawn Michaels knows it. How does Razor feel about Shawn Michaels? Hey, he pretty good. He a three-time Intercontinental champ. But she goes, I'm the first three-time Intercontinental champ. Michaels, do you respect the bad guy? You better, Chico, because just think back. The ladder match, the last time we met, I'm the only man to take your precious IC gold. And Chico, talk about summer slams. When you're riding down the road with Big Daddy Cool, ask him, Chico. I'm the only one to ever beat him, too. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. Hey, this would do some lunch sports, man. Come on, now. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. Y'all must have forgot, forgot, forgot. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. It's your guy one more time. One half of your sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks, that I am here to give it to you raw and uncut. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again for another episode. D, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am excited. I am excited. I am excited. We are back into the swing of things with the National Basketball Association. We have so much to get into, so much to cover, so much to backtrack, just a lot of things we have to do to get caught up. And as you all know, you know, we've been headfirst into football over the past two to three months, man. Um, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, uh, the college football playoff. We've just been knee deep in football and we've been able to sprinkle a little bit of the NBA here and there, but not give it our full attention. And that time of year is now. All right. So we are kicking into full drive with the NBA. So much to talk about today. We're going to talk about a plethora of things. We're going to go through the East. We're going to go through the West. We're going to talk about the Lakers. We're going to talk about Embiid and Harden. Can Philly win it all? We're going to talk about Golden State, Phoenix, are the Grizzlies for real? Are the Cats for real? We're going to talk about so many things today, and I can't wait uh, to hear Black's thoughts on that and get a chance to engage in some much-needed NBA talk. But before we get started, man, I got to show some love to my folks, man. Got to show some love, man, to my family. Every time he drops an album, I uh, show this man some love. Cardiac Cole, my family. Candlelights and Chaos out now iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get music, go ahead and ride. We're going to play a little bit of it, man. I thought we was. Somebody blowing up my phone. Now we back to the music, and then we'll go ahead and get into the show, man. Cardiac, call the the closet and the shit like a gunshot. Deep off any water, man, this shit might make my lungs pop. They ask me what's my occupation. Trap, nigga, ask me what's my motivation. Red, nigga, coronavirus everywhere. Please don't get me down, nigga. Beat the pussy like I had beef. I double back, nigga. Hide in Chicago. I'ma wrestle out, send a turn bruiser on these hoes. I don't double tap, pussy. Please don't with your wife. That's facts, nigga. Please. 
homie, don't gamble with your life. We not shooting crap, nigga. Another rapper sick. This is Deuce Lunch. Relax, nigga. Kill this in my first take. I just think I'm mad, nigga. Mean to break your heart. Sir, yes, sir. Cardio Cole, that record is called No Name. No Name, bringing that energy, man. Candlelights and Chaos, 28 Records. Shout out Freddie Bricks, man. Uh, he got another one. So, you know, if you want to get down to it, man, we'll put the link down into the description. Y'all go spend my people uh, music, man. Show some support out there, man. Cardio Cole, one more time. Candlelights and Chaos out now. All right. All right, black man. So, uh,. It's been a while. It's been a while since we talked a little uh, NBA, but uh, let's go ahead and crack open the show, man. So, All Star Weekend, NBA seventy five. The official team was uh, not revealed, but put on display and rightfully so. All Star Weekend. The pageantry was beautiful. The dunk contest was trash. <laughs> the three point contest should be the premier event. For the All-Star Saturday night, that is just my opinion. Carl Anthony Towns was good. I mean, my man told y'all he was going to win it, and he outshot some of the best shooters in the league to claim that crown. And he set a record for the final round. He had 29 balls to win the three-point contest championship. So shout-out Carl Anthony Towns for saying, you know, what he was going to do, and he did it. But, you know, I ain't going to spend too much time on that, uh, on that dunk contest. I mean, my God. How how bad? How much more worse did it? it, it how much worse? Mm. The NBA needs to do something. The NBA needs to go find the best dunkers in the world, whether they're in the NBA or not. It doesn't matter. G League, D three, D two, NCAA. It don't matter if you can dunk, and you one of the best in the world. NBA Adam Silver invite these people to this to this event. You 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 got Kareem Abdul Jabbar walking out. By himself, no security in the front row. The man got up and left when Obi Toppin was doing his thing. <laughs> now, Obi Toppin, you should be ashamed of yourself. You got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walking out, the, walking out the building because you out here looking despicable. It was terrible. I enjoyed the skills challenge. Enjoyed seeing Giannis and his brothers do their thing, going up against the young rookies, going against a hometown Cavs. I, I enjoyed that event. But that dunk contest, they need to do something. Oh, they... <laughs> They definitely need to do something with it, but um, like John Morant said last year, man, in the interview with Bleacher Report, he was like, "Yeah, man, why, why not uh make the dunk contest better? Let's do one point five million. He said, "You yeah, put one point five, put something more, put more at stake other than a trophy and bragging rights." Was, John Morant was like, "Man, they do something like a million or one point five. A lot of guy, a lot more guys will probably get into it. No doubt, they need, to, they need to raise the stakes a little bit for the dunk contest. No doubt, put some more incentive in some like John Morant said. Put some paper on the line. Do something. John Morant said, "That's how you gonna get me to do it until you put some paper on the line." I ain't doing it. So I think that's what the NBA need to look into, man. I don't, I don't think they, I don't, they don't have to go out. And look for the best dunkers. They have some of the best dunkers in the league. Yeah, of course they you do. Know? Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. And the thing is, they need to put. They just need to up the ante for the dunk contest. Now, that's all you need to do. That's how you fix it. Because if you up the ante, then you'll get the guys who love to dunk, who we know will put on the show. You'll be like, huh, I can go get that one point five or however much it is that they'll put on the line. So I think that's what they need to do with it, D. Man, this is just terrible. It's just terrible. So. Besides that, we got to see the top 75 players, according to the NBA, have a ceremony. And it was beautiful, man. I, I enjoyed it. It was probably the most um, 
the most thing I enjoyed was watching that ceremony. I mean, you've seen all of the greats, man, Magic and Iverson and, 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 and Melo and Isaiah Thomas, uh, Charles Barkley, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaq, the late, great Kobe Bean Bryant. I mean, you just seen them all, man. And, and, and on a personal note, it was so hard not seeing Kobe there, man. Mm -hmm. It was so hard for when you heard his name called and he did not come walking out with that jacket and didn't get a, didn't get to be a part of that Lakers picture with with uh, uh Shaq and LeBron and um uh Kareem, Kareem and, Worthy. and yeah I mean yeah, James Worthy and and the and the Jerry Wet I mean it was just hard yeah, was to tough. see and I love that they left that spot in the middle for him you know what I'm saying that was really really dope whoever came up with the idea to leave that that middle opening uh uh for Kobe. But the, the, the monumental moment of the night was, of course, no one thought that Jordan was going to be there. Jordan doesn't do appearances. He doesn't. You, when's the last time you've seen Jordan show up somewhere outside of his brand? You, you don't see him. Mm -hmm. He's like a mythical figure. You know what I mean? So throughout the, that Saturday and throughout the original photo and everything, Mike wasn't there. He wasn't there. So when they got to the end and they did guards last and you hear the reason why they did guards last, because I guess Mike had told him he was coming, but he don't know if he would have made it in time for the original slot where the guards were being announced because he was on the plane. Well, of course, the NBA going to do what they need to do to make sure we hold a spot for Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest player of all time. Mm. And he got it done. Mike walked out last and they called his name and it was great to see him. That was not a punch in. But it is a punch in. But like I was saying, man, um, you know, it, it, it was it was great to see Mike. And then, of course, you know, Mike comes out and, you know, he, you know, goes to, you know, his position. And, um, you know, he kind of, you know, you know, acknowledges certain players. But, of course, the first thing everybody noticed was he walked right by LeBron. You know, he no acknowledgement for him and LeBron. And I hate this is these are some of the things I hate with social media. You know, and it comes with the territory. You know, people, they'll take anything and they'll muster it up. But not five, six, maybe ten minutes later, you see this moment, man. You see this moment between Mike and you see this moment to Le with LeBron. And it's not a handshake moment. It's not one of those, hey, bro, you know, good to see you. Keep it moving. Nah, man, this was a real genuine embrace between the two. And I tweeted right then. I said the basketball world, the basketball culture itself needed to see this. We needed to see the two goats, the two people that we put up against and have these hellacious arguments back and forth, back and forth. Who's who's better, LeBron? Who's better, Jordan? Like we like we, we these are the two guys. There's like in my opinion, like you you want to put Kobe in a conversation. Great. But like on a consistent basis, it's just it's been LeBron. It's been Jordan. So for me, after seeing that, because it's this whole myth that Jordan hates everybody. This is whole myth. People were so stunned at his admiration and his relationship with Kobe Bryant. Skip Baylor said it himself, like, I couldn't believe it. The man stood up there and cried like a baby at Kobe's services. So that's one check. And then you see him interacting with LeBron. Like, like, like this, this wasn't no like, bro, like nice to meet you type of thing. Like these dudes really gave each other respect and had a moment. So for me going forward, I'm not going to have the conversation no more. Who's the GOAT? I'm not going to waste my energy going putting LeBron and Michael Jordan up against one another. Because you know what? Even though we all want to be right in our opinions, and that's one of the beautiful things about sports. 
But this whole notion that there can only be one is foolish because these guys come from different eras. So there's really no true way of knowing if Jordan's Bulls would have been better than LeBron's Heat or LeBron's Cavs or LeBron's Lakers. Um, there's no way of knowing that. There's no way of knowing if the 72 and uh, 72 and 10 Bulls could have beat the Warrior team with KD. Like there's no way of knowing that. But there's one thing that everyone can agree on. The two best players that ever see this ever you ever seen play this game. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. I'm tapping out of the conversation. These two guys are the two greatest. The margin is too slim. What do you want to say? Jordan never lost the finals. Okay, cool. But Jordan also got knocked out the first round his first six years in the league or five years in the league. Okay. Oh, 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 well, Jordan never did. Okay, well, LeBron LeBron uh, took, won a championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers. 3-1 against 73-9. MVPs, Mike got five solos, LeBron. There's back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And that moment sealed it for me. To say, you know what, bro? It's all right. It's all right. Now, somebody want to have a basketball conversation? We can have a basketball conversation. But arguing who's the GOAT, I'm not having that argument no more. In my opinion, I've stated it for years that I feel like LeBron James was the best basketball player my eyes had ever seen. But Michael Jordan is the best winner I ever saw. He's the best. There's two different landscapes. So then, which one you want to say is better? I'll leave that up to you. But me going forward, I'm not having the conversation. Because for my heart and my soul and my basketball mind, I needed to see that. I needed to see those two guys have the moment that they had. Black, what do you think about the moment between Braun and Jordan and just all that came with it? Um, great moment. Absolutely. Uh, gave me chills, bro. My, my hair stood up on my arm. Absolutely. When I seen the moment. You could tell LeBron wanted the moment because it's a lot of footage of out there when he was looking at Mike while Mike was talking to other people. Of course. So it's a lot of footage. You can tell LeBron wanted that moment. For and, sure. And... and I want to go a little past the moment until they went to after the All Star game into press conference, and um, <clears throat> LeBron speaking about Michael Jordan in the moment. Mm. That kind of solidifies things of where LeBron stands when it comes to Michael Jordan Absolutely. and greatness. Absolutely, everything basketball related. LeBron probably got a lot from a lot of players, as he said, Kobe, Allen Iverson, uh. Shaquille O'Neal, he named a lot of players that he got things from, but he let it be known the reason why he plays the game is because of Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And that right there lets you know that why the conversation kind of needs to cool. In my opinion, it's, my always, it's always going to be, like you say, everybody has an opinion. Sure. Everyone has an opinion. In my, in my opinion, LeBron's going to always be the GOAT in my eyes mm-hmm. he will always be but i was talking to tay the night after the all-star game and he told me something he was like bro he said we got to realize something he was like as great as lebron is he don't have the iconic status no even at this point like michael jordan no not globally no he said not he said it's a difference he said you see it now he said, he said, let's just go to something so simple as his shoes. People cause havoc 
over Jordans. Hell on earth when they drop. And you sit there and really think about, man, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Fact. Yeah, fact. Superstar. Megastar. We see LeBron James in his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, he's in, he, he in this city, in this, Cleveland. This is his it's building. This city. And when, and, and when LeBron walked out, I said, man, these people going crazy. They love LeBron. They love him. But <laughs> when Jeffrey came out. When Michael... Jeffrey Jordan yeah. walked through that tunnel. The roof and his flew name, off. The roof went off. I was like, and I said to myself right then, I didn't tweet. I didn't do nothing. I said, man, it's over with. There's <laughs> no reason to have a conversation. Tip the cap. My, my personal opinion, and if people want to talk about it, I don't care talking about it. I give you the reasons why LeBron's my goal. He will continue for, to ever be that. Yeah. But it's levels to it, D. <laughs> And LeBron is not on that iconic status. That global. That go- global. Yeah. Iconic status like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan can go in any arena, anywhere around the world, and you going people are going to go crazy still. They're gonna stop. Still to this day. Facts. LeBron and broke Cleveland Heart for many years. Yeah. When he was playing basketball. The shot over Elo. Good. Iconic. <laughs> and this man walks in the Cleveland arena and gets and get the roof, the roof blows off the top. Everybody was out they when seats. When they said his name. Everybody was out they seats. Out of all the hurt and pain he's put Cleveland fans through. Didn't matter. In his career. It didn't matter. The recognition was what it was. So for me, I'm willing to always have a conversation because I love LeBron. He's my favorite player. It's going to always be. Yeah. But for me, D, it's levels. And Michael Jordan level is still over LeBron's and will continue to be that way because the man, like you say, he's global. He's iconic. What can you do about it? Just look at him. Just the, He's a the, mythical just figure. Just the mere nature. Look how everybody reacted to Michael Jordan after the ceremony. You can go look at like social media. Just gives, That's what I love about social media. It gives you everything you can that see you it don't all. see. Everybody made it their business to get to Mike. To get to Mike. Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah. But the one thing for me that I love to see, and I hate, I hate that Scotty wasn't there. Don't know why Scotty. People made reasons why Scotty wasn't there. Right. Who knows? But to see him with Dennis Rodman and you know uh, talking to Matt, man, those moments right there because we were. What made those moments right there special to me more than the LeBron and Jordan thing? We were kids seeing these guys, and we thought these guys hated each other, and they did, and they did, <laughs> they did. But you still can see the competitive fire in Mike and Magic. Bro, it was crazy. Mike Mike was ready to go ball right there. I said, what your speakers at? We go one-on-one right now. I loved it. Those loved are the, the moments that, that really made me like, man, man, this moment is big. Like, yeah. Isaiah's there. No, everybody's, everybody's. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. Everyone's talking. Those are the moments that meant uh, so much to me yeah, in that great. 75. It was great. But also... With Jordan and LeBron, it's levels to it, D. And you can respectfully say it's not a conversation that needs to be had, but everybody has their own opinion of who the GOAT is and who's the not. It can be more than one GOAT. It can be more than one. It's, it can. You know, so for me, D, those moments, man, they were great. Love to see it. And we better keep that in, in the back of our, you know, our minds because who's no, we may not get another moment like that. We might not. That might be it. That, that might, might be, be it. It. And, and it's crazy to think of here LeBron say, 
in my 20 years, in my 19, 20 years here in the NBA, that's the first interaction I've had with the man. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Besides walking by him in the hallway when he was in high school. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. In his 20 years. As great as LeBron is. As great as he everything is. Everything he's done. Movies. TV. Liquor deals. Michael Jordan never gave him no advice. Well, we don't know. Michael probably have given maybe over a phone call or something. But to have that interaction personally. No relationship. You could tell that it meant something for LeBron. You could tell it it meant something for him. And it those, was big for him. Those are those moments that really stood out. With, yeah, with that I, interaction. Yeah, I agree with you. We, you know, I myself was from, and I always knew it because I grew up loving everything about Jordan. The shoes, I got a bunch of them. The moments I watched all the games, I, I, I'm fan of Michael Jordan, fan. And people got kind of get it confused because when we started this show, we was waving a flag for LeBron. But before LeBron came along, I, I mean, Kobe was my guy. But before Kobe was Jordan, it, it was Jordan. But just to see that man, it was it was great. It was awesome. And like you said. Had to be reminded of the global status of the man, <laughs> of the man. And that was on full display mm-hmm. in LeBron's hometown where he won the title, mm-hmm. when he brought him back down 3-1 and arguably had the biggest moment in Cleveland sports history. Mm-hmm. Not arguably, he did. He did. And Jeffrey <laughs> hops off the private jet, lick it up from the Daytona 500. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh we saw what happened. So, great moment, man. The NBA just always does a fantastic job of honoring their legends. They do a great, great job. And I enjoyed it. The next day, man, I was on YouTube just re-watching clips. Re-watching mm-hmm. clips. I, I just wanted to see. And Dennis Rodman, man, just seeing Rodman up there, man, with the, with, with the little jacket on, with the hat, with the bulls, and then the pistons. Yeah. It, was, it was just dope to see, man. And to see Iverson and Wade and, 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 and uh, uh, Giannis and... Um, I think it was Giannis and Dominique Wilkins or somebody was having a conversation up there. Yeah. And I was like, look at that. Like, I'm, for me, man, for Giannis to be up there and still be in his 20s, still be a young player, I know he had to be soaking that up, man, because he got so much. He was overwhelmed. You could tell. I know they never show anything, but I know Giannis got a lot. He got full off of it, man. A lot of people. He got full off of it. Perfect. He got he full, got off, full of it. off of I'm pretty sure he was taking a little bit from everybody. Yeah. Up there, the greatest didn't want it players. He probably didn't want it to end. Yeah. For him, I knew that meant so, so much. Absolutely. Guys like LeBron, Steph Curry, those yeah. guys, they they've won championships and know what it takes to win. But and Giannis has too, but Giannis still young. Giannis wants to keep doing it. So to be with those guys who've won and knows knows what it takes. You have to think, man, that's going to rub off. It's going to rub off on him. And he's going to put that to use moving forward in his career. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great moment. We can see him talk on and on yeah. and on and on about those 30 <laughs> minutes of that ceremony, man. But just a, just just an excellent conversation. The GOAT debate is over here um, because, you know, it, 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 whatever. If you want to talk basketball, we can talk basketball. But as far as everything that we've done here over the last few years, that's that's over with. That's over with. And that moment in itself is the reason why. Because you might not understand, listen to the words we just said, but the feeling that I felt, the feeling that Black felt, the feeling I can speak for Freddie Briggs, I can speak for a lot of people, man. Watching that moment, we all said, it's over with. <laughs> like, for what? Like, it, it's over with. All right. All right, man. So we're going to transition out of that. Let's go ahead and jump full steam ahead into the National Basketball Association. So much to talk about. So much to get into. 
Bye. <laughs> I am back! What it do, baby? Oh, yeah! <laughs> All right, man. Now, Black, we ain't talked about NBA in a long time, man. <laughs> in a long, 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 long time. But, you know, we just might as well go ahead and get this over with. Uh... Black, if you don't mind, I'm going to kick it off. And uh, I, I just need five minutes of the show's time, my good sir. Yeah, go ahead. The floor is yours, my boy. <laughs> Home of the greatest franchise in sports, the L.A. Lakers. And the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the king. LeBron James. Woo! Probably a record for the most Undertaker bells in one show. <laughs> and for good measure, another. Where do I begin? Ah, I know where. So We've waved the Lakers flag here ever since LeBron James decided to leave Cleveland and go to L.A. First year, bunch of young guys there. LeBron gets injured. Lakers don't make the playoffs. They promised the last 15 games of the year. Season, no one really counted that against LeBron, so to speak. And I hate to even say it that way, but that's what it is. Next year, you acquire Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis arrives. We're ecstatic. We're through the roof. Global pandemic takes place. Lakers are cruising all year long. Pandemic takes place. You shut down the season. Didn't know we were going to get a chance to get back into it. Luckily, something played out where Walt Disney World serves as a playing field for what you call the bubble. Lakers win the title. Year two. Year three, this whole sports world was running into each other. LeBron won the championship in October. New season starts two months later. Literally, the Lakers were back in action seven, excuse me, eight weeks after winning a championship. Normal time span is three months of off time. Lakers were not afforded that. Miami Heat were not afforded that. Those two teams suffered the most the next year. Come out of that. We give the Lakers, okay, LeBron's never lost in the first round. Lakers struggle. They get in the play-in. They win. They see the Suns. They go home in five games. Young Suns on the rise. Mm, we're still cool. We understand. But this is something that I have never seen. Watching the purple and gold. Three more minutes of your time. First of all, we trade for Russell Westbrook. You had a Buddy Hill deal on the table. You had DeMar DeRozan signed, sealed, delivered. He was yours. 
LeBron James, allegedly, Rob Polinka allegedly decided, hey, let's call the Washington Wizards and see if we can get Bradley Beal. The Wizards said, no, but you can have Russell Westbrook. They thought about it, pulled the trigger, made the deal. Sports world was, ah, we don't know about that. Me, optimistic. I'm optimistic anything with LeBron. I'm optimistic because I've seen him win with so many people. Matter of fact, everybody who he's played with at some point in time has a championship ring. That's a fact. You can look it up. Most of LeBron's teammates who he's played with have titles. We bring in Carmel Anthony, Trevor Ariza. We bring in Kendrick Nunn. We bring back Dwight Howard. We bring of uh, oh my God, Kent, Kent freaking Bazemore. We bring a resurgence, a resurging Malink Monk who I dog, but he's the only thing worth a damn. We go through the year, figure it out. I said, chill, everybody chill, chill. I'm going to be chill, I'm going to be chill. Chill, 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 like I'm a rapper. Now, last night, I saw everything before my eyes. I sat up there and watched that trash, what the, the Lakers put on the court last night. The Lakers quit on Rob Plinka officially last night. Is this Rob, is this Frank, excuse me, Rob Plinka, Frankie V. Is this Frankie V's fault? It ain't. It's on the players. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. He sneezes. He's out for the season. Now, I can't be hard on the man because he can't stay healthy. I don't know what's going on in that big body, but I just know the man ain't on the flow. Carmelo Anthony is done for. Everybody is done for. The lineups are trash. Russell Westbrook has been through the ring. You want to blame Westbrook? I don't. This is a collective issue. This is the biggest hit to LeBron's legacy. I've never seen a LeBron James-led team like this. Even on his way out the door in Cleveland twice, I didn't see this because they was in the finals. <laughs> didn't see the Miami Heat go out like this. The Miami Heat went in the finals. What is this that we're watching? This is a joke. The entire organization needs to be ashamed and embarrassed. I'm done with the Lakers. I'm finished. If you caught breaking news last night of a man jumping off a boat into the deep, dark sea, it was me. <laughs> it was me. The lack of effort. The lack of injury. I hate when Russell Westbrook's talk during the post game. Well, I don't care if they boo. I don't care. They, 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 could, they could go home then. <laughs> Shut up, Russell. You get paid $200 million. You get up there and you say that? Well, get your money back and go home then. If you don't care. What's you, what are supposed to cheer? 14 turnovers. Like that. LeBron had six of them and you had the others. LeBron James just checked out. You want to know how I know LeBron checked out? The man never goes to the podium in a sweatsuit. This man had on a do-rag and an original just plain green hoodie, Nike hoodie and Nike sweatsuit. That man ain't come to the arena with that on. LeBron always fresh to death. Post-game, pre-game, this man was out there in the sweatsuit, dog. He was looking like me going to the corner store at 7 p.m. This is it. LeBron checked out. I know the look in LeBron. I seen it before. The man plotting. LeBron ain't going to be in that layman after next year, man. Mm. He not, bro. He can't 
go out like this. Is it partially LeBron's fault? Yeah, it is. Because LeBron has something to do with bringing these cast of characters together. This is the worst group of talent that I can remember for a presumable championship team. The Lakers were favored to win the NBA title at the beginning of this year. They were favored over the Brooklyn Nets. And they were favored over the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. The Lakers were favored to win the title. They are ninth, 27 and 33 in the Western Conference for in Western Conference. They have no shot. They have no shot of not, not playing in the play-in. If the play-in wasn't uh, created, they wouldn't even have a chance to make the playoffs. Mm. You let CJ McCollum, Brandon Egram, and the youthful Pelicans come in that building and beat you by 30 in the Sunday Whites? This is reality. Say what you want. But I'm telling the truth here. I am done. I don't care if they make the playoffs. I don't care if they make the play-in. They are going home in the first round if they get through the play-in. And how it looks right now, they're not going to survive the play-in. People say, oh, what about when AD come back? He ain't going to do nothing but go back out. And I hate to say that because I ain't wish an injury on nobody. I ain't risking injury on no man. But this has been the consistency since the bubble. When AD got to the Lakers, this man was on a terror. I couldn't believe it. I said, uh-oh, they don't woke him. Uh-oh. Now he got him a chip. Now he got 200 mil. Now he in LA. He done got married. Had him a couple kids. He's cool. LeBron, you're 18, bro. Like, what y'all want to, what y'all want to do? And now general managers, they want to come out and say, well, LeBron, he's still really good, but he can't carry a team. Oh, really, Sherlock? He ain't supposed to be carrying a team in year 18. But, yet again, LeBron, 28, 8, and 9. I'm going to say that again. 28, 8, and 9. We can't get a deal done. We can't get a deal done at the trade. We can't get a deal done at the trade deadline to get Russell Westbrook out of there to try to get this thing a spark. We can't get it done. So, I went longer than five minutes, but I wanted to be known that I'm finished. Last night, I saw it. Everyone gave up. Reckless turnovers. Why was DeAndre Jordan even in the basketball game? Why is he even out there? Look, y'all let this man bring the ball up court. Why was DeAndre Jordan dribbling? Russell Westwood, he just goes in there and like he the tag man down and just throws the ball. Hopefully one of my guys catch it. A bleep, a bleep, a bleep. But you want to sit here and talk about, I don't really care about the fans booing. Shut up, Russell. You, bro, I've been defending you, bro. Because they've been trying to paint you out the scapegoat. But when you get up there with that attitude, dog, you sicking me, bro. You trying to come off with this whole tough guy game like ain't nobody going to say nothing to you, bro. Shut up. All y'all, all y'all fools arguing with the fans last night. LeBron, Westwood, Tre- Trevor Reza, shut up, man. You want to yell at a, a fan? You want to cuss a fan out? Because that man paid his hard on Monday, so you going to look like trash. What's my dog name? Trash. <laughs> Bubba Dub. Shout out Bubba Dub. <laughs> and y'all want to argue with the fan. Y'all like a bunch of clowns. Y'all like a bunch of JV hoopers. And LeBron, you better than that. You letting this get under your skin like that, bro? You supposed to be the GOAT. You supposed to be the king. And you got a fan up there getting up under your skin, bro? Chill, bro. Y'all suck. Mm. Y'all suck. This is the worst Group of talent I've ever seen by LeBron James led team. This is worse than last year. I am done.
Black, where you at, man? Well, D, for me, man, <clears throat> I was checked out a long time ago. <laughs> I seen the writing on the wall. I could tell. I could tell. I seen the writing on the wall be- probably before you did because you're always the guy to try to keep me level-headed when it comes to yeah. Lakers basketball or yeah. you know what's going on with the Lakers, but... I checked out a very long time ago. I'm telling my coworkers, some of the guys I talked to about sports, man, the Lakers are not good, bro. They're not, man. Exactly like that. The Lakers are not good. Very bad. But LeBron, man, in year in year 18, 19, what I think. Yeah, whatever. Not whatever year it is, he looks so good. <laughs> Sad. But his so good isn't enough anymore. No, it's not. You look at the it's landscape not. over the NBA. LeBron's good is not enough anymore. No. Because the league has gotten so much better now. Yeah, facts. Teams have gotten so much better now. Facts. And then you look at the Lakers with this veteran team, a lot of experience on this team, a lot of people who play basketball games, but it don't work. Hmm. It isn't it isn't working. Everybody want to look at LeBron. LeBron this, LeBron that. Yes, LeBron, you have to take some accountability for this basketball team. It was spearheaded by you, sir. Mm -hmm. You was willing to give up CJ, I mean, uh, Caldwell Pope. um, What's my guy? Caruso. Caruso to bring in Russell Westbrook. Mm. So you gave up everything frontline defense that helped the Lakers at any point in the past two years that helped y'all win a championship in the bubble because Caruso and Caldwell Pope was locked down. Yeah, man. And you gave that up for Russell Westbrook. Mm. Good God. Mm. I never understood the move. D, I told you when the deal happened, D, I don't like it. Yeah. Why didn't they go get Kyle Lowry? Why didn't they sign DeMar Rosen? I was telling D this before anybody went anywhere. Yeah, Larry and DeRozan. Yep. Would have been perfect with AD and Braun. You had a chance to get one of the better shooters in the lead in Buddy Hill, but he stayed in Sacramento. Now, trade deadline said Buddy Hill is with the Indiana Pacers. Now with the Los Angeles Lakers trying to could be helping them, but he's in Indiana. Helping the Pacers. <laughs> D, I never understood the moves. And this is the reason why I didn't, because you see how it looks. D, we are literally looking at five and six years old play basketball. Yep. You might as well let uh, the coaches come on the court to lead the way for them mm. and give them the ball and they can just shoot at the line. Like little kids do, because this is embarrassing. Yep. Yep. This is an embarrassment to the Lakers organization, to LeBron James. It's an embarrassment. I don't know what can change. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what pieces can be made. In my heart, I feel like Anthony Davis probably is playing his last ball games as a Laker. Hmm. I feel like he's going to be going as well. LeBron might be too. I never thought. Le- I'm thinking LeBron may stay, but Anthony Davis is gone. But you come in, play a little bit. Boom. You look. 
You know what lost it for me? When they played Milwaukee in L.A. Mm. Anthony Davis was coming off one of the better guys. I'm like, man, AD look good coming back. I had a 40-piece. Gave it to Embiid. A whopping six points against Giannis. And Giannis went for 50. Anthony Davis, what are you doing? Where were you? I know you're, I know you're out. I know you're hurt. But I'm still going to give it to you, bro. Where were you? The last time I seen you on the, on your feet, you were playing for the Pelicans. Shit, you couldn't even stand on your feet on your wedding day. I look at videos of you at your wedding day. You slipping on the floor at your wedding day. Why can't you stay healthy or stay on your feet? <laughs> That's my concern with you. This is the time when the Lakers need someone to lean on and they're trying to lean on LeBron Ugh. in year 19. You know what? I'm not going to even make excuses because people will listen to this show and be like, man, they're making excuses for LeBron. It's not that. This just doesn't look right. Anthony Davis was supposed to take the next step and be the guy. That's what this whole thing was about. Anthony this was supposed to be Anthony Davis' team. We all said it. Anthony Davis will be the reason why the Los Angeles Lakers win a championship. But no, once again this year, we said all last year, man, Anthony Davis got to get in the weight room, get some muscle, get healthy, have time off. But he's hurt more than he was last year. <clears throat> It just disgusts me that LeBron James and the Lakers are going through this. I feel bad for guys like Carmelo Anthony who are just trying to get that one ring to solidify everything for him. But it ain't going to happen this year, bro. Definitely not. Definitely not going to happen. I've been checked out, D, a long time ago. Yeah. Even my beautiful wife, we like, you know, the Lakers playing on TV. Oh, I'll watch something else. Man, let me put the Olympics on. I'll, I'll watch the half pike with Sean White and see what he going to do. Oh, God. Not the half pike. That's how bad it is in Los Angeles. God. Frankie V, front office, Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss. Screw you all. Because you're the reason why we in this. Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be the purple and gold. This is supposed to be greatness. Shoot HBO for to put a runner whole 10 part documentary series about the Los Angeles Lakers from in the eight, from the 70s to the 80s. And we sitting here talking about God awful, how God awful it looks now. Los Angeles Lakers front office are supposed to make the move to keep the Lakers on top or relevant. Or playing in games that can win championships. And that's not what we see in. No. It bothers me a lot, D. I really don't know where the Lakers go from here. It's really shook me that you said LeBron might be might be doing his homework to Plotting, get up bro. out of there. Plotting, it bro. killed me to say that because I, I hate to see him move again and go somewhere else. Because he didn't done enough of that, in my opinion. But to really sit in here and think about this could be the last ride for him in L.A., it really sucks because I thought he was going to end it in L.A. But no, teams like Cleveland coming back because they see the young talent Cleveland got, the upstart Cleveland Cavaliers. He'd be like, well, I can go back home and play with them. That's what we think. That's what we could see. 
But yeah, D, it, this is this is terrible, man. What's going on with the Lakers? I don't see a way this could be fixed, D. And playoffs, huh? That's a joke. It's gonna be an early, early vacation for them. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. I mean, it is what it is, man. That's just the real. That's just the real for me and Black about the Lakers, man. Frankly, I'm tired of talking about them. Frankly, I'm done talking about them, man. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And we're going to keep it real, man. Very transparent. Whatever happens, happens. We'll be here to break it down here on the sports says, man. But this is god-awful. This is just flat-out nasty. Just a nasty, nasty thing out here in Los Angeles, man. And they did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. All right, Black, let's go ahead and move along, man. There's a lot of other positive, exciting uh, exhilarating things to talk about in the National Basketball Association. Let's go ahead and go up to Philly. Philadelphia, man. Trade her around the world just a couple of weeks ago. James Harden to the Sixers. Ben Simmons to the Nets. James Harden and Joel B have played a couple of games now. And yesterday they played their first complete game against the New York Knicks on Sunday. And B with 36 Harden with 29, 10, and 12. Something crazy like that. Black. Listen, I haven't seen a duo of a guard and a big, a guard and a big that has the talent that these two guys have since Kobe and Shaq. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) Since Kobe and Shaq. I ain't saying they Kobe and Shaq. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the talent between the two. Joel Embiid is literally unstoppable. This is a massive man doing whatever it is that he wants to do. And then we know what James Harden is about. When James Harden is happy and in a good situation, this is what you get. The man is like a whole different person, man. The man lost 30 pounds and got in shape, got veins in his triceps. The man that sleep down his face, got the cornrows and got rid of the dreads. Oh, that's like what... I was looking at him yesterday and said, well, dang, you're like a whole different person. I said, I need to get on whatever him. I said, how did James do that? That man lost 30 pounds in two weeks. Man, got he had dreads, now he got cornrows. Yeah, I need to holler at you, James, man. You need to let me know how that actually works. But when you see the talent, yeah, I watched the majority of the Minnesota game, and I watched all of the Nick game yesterday. You ain't stopping that pick and roll. Choose what you're going to do. You're either going to go out there and go out to James Harden, and he's going to double it off the Embiid. He's going to dunk on your neck. Or you're going to double Embiid and pretty much leave James Harden one-on-one with some lame duck that's going to die a horrible death. That's the option. And, oh, I tweeted this yesterday. If Tobias Harris can find a spot and be an 18-point, 20-point score, which he can be on this team, the Philadelphia 76ers are going to win a title this year. Maxi and Thibault are dogs out there on that perimeter. They youthful. They play defense. They go out the steals. They headed fast. I, them, I can't believe that Philly ain't have to give neither one of them up. Mm. This, <laughs> this is amazing to watch. I know it's been two games. I know that. I know that. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I know it's been two games, but... From the two-game sample, don't you think it has to get better from here? The more time they spend black, what? how do you feel of Embiid and, and Harden and what's going on in Philly? Um, free flow. Free flow. It's literally, it looks like when you can 
you look at the replays with the pick and roll, you have guys from the Knicks looking locked in on James Harden, and I'm B is wide open. So what do you do? What James Harden is going to do? Oh, let me throw this in to MB. MB, what MB is going to do? Dunk it. They literally can kill you with the pick and roll, and you have to pick your poison. And everybody say, oh, we're going to lock in on James because James has been killing us from the outside. Oh, what about MB down here, down bottom, inside? I'm going to say this. Joel MB days of taking threes are over as long as James Harden's there. Because you know why, D? It won't be no reason for him to shoot threes anymore. He ain't got to go out there. Do you know where Embiid, most of Embiid points were scored yesterday? What they were? Layups or dunks? In the paint. Mm, unstoppable, man. Before James Harden, Embiid had to get his points a whole variety, variety of ways. Variety of ways. <clears throat> now he doesn't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Embiid can stay down in the paint. Because you know what teams are going to choose most of the time? James Harden. They're going to choose James Harden. And like D just said, when you feel like, man, Embiid doing too much, you're going to Embiid, you know what's going to happen? James Harden is going to kill you from the outside. One-on-one. One-on-one. So to see it in two games free-flowing like this already, you can tell that they already been in the lab working. Scary, man. It's scary to think about come playoffs. And I know playoffs are a different monster. No doubt. I know things become a half-court game in the playoffs. No doubt. But this, the way this is looking in two games, man. Of course, they played the Timberwolves and they played the Knicks. You want to see them play some more time, more talent, which they will. They, they will. got the Bucks. They got the Nets. They do. They want to play better teams. But to see the 76ers playing like this right now in two games... Is really good to see. And like you say, Maxie, Thibault, um, <laughs> Tobias Harris, just the pieces. If it's one thing that concerns me about the 76ers, it's the depth coming off the bench. The bench, yes. That's the one thing I think that could hurt them. Yeah, you're right. In playoff time. You're right. Because they lost, they gave a lot of their bench up mm-hmm. and sent it to the Nets. Mm-hmm. But this starting five. Man, it's scary to watch, D. It is. It's very scary to watch. So I'm going to keep a close eye on them. This is a team that D said, this is a team that can win it all. They can. But I have to I have to continue to see what happens when they play the big dogs like Milwaukee. Yeah. The Nets. I want to see how it looks. Don't want to give them the championship or win a championship right now, in my opinion. I don't think they're allowed that. I want to see how this thing continue to roll, but it looks course, great right course, now. Of course. To me, it looks great right now, and I love what I'm seeing from Harden and Embiid. Like you say, the one of the best big man guard duos we've seen since Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Talent with talent. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaq won not just shooting threes like Embiid. Was. No, 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 no. And is it ironic? Is it just me from Embiid first years of injury, dealing with everything he had going on with his knees, and B has involved every year after that. Yes, he has. Now this man is. Number one candidate for MVP this year. Yeah. Him and DeRozan right there. Right there. 1A, 1B. This is what I'm talking about with basketball players. You have to evolve. Look at Embiid. He evolves every year. 
He gets better every year. And I love to see that from a big man, especially, especially a guy playing the center position. Take notes, Anthony Davis. Mm. Good God. But I love what I'm seeing, D. Hope they continue down. Keep, getting, keep knocking these wins up. And, man, playoffs, the East going to be rough and tough. Yeah, very, very intriguing story out there in Philadelphia. And like you said, they have some, some stiff competition, competition coming up. Uh, Brooklyn next come to town. Uh, on March 7th uh, I, I gotta think That's gonna be a game That we'll probably Be paying attention to With Kevin Durant And potentially Ben Simmons Being on the floor Which I don't think He'll play that game In Philly But we'll see Alright man Let's go out to Chicago Man Let's go out to Chicago And talk about DeMar DeRozan And the Chicago Bulls Up and down Season for the Bulls With the injury Caruso Levine's been out But there's been One staple One consistent Staple and that has, has been the MVP candidate, DeMar DeRozan. Black, let's just spend a little time talking about DeRozan, man. DeRozan is, I believe DeRozan is in his ninth, tenth year in this league, man. He spent a bulk, bunch of time with Toronto. And, and every time I get to talk about a Toronto championship team, I just feel bad, man, because he literally, the next year after he was traded, they won the title. Mm-hmm. He spent so much time that him and Kyle Lowry well, number one seeds in and out of the East, very good team to Toronto. Of course, of course, they just couldn't beat LeBron. And the year LeBron leaves the East, goes to the West, he gets traded, and then the Raptors win the title. But Lamar, DeMar has it that fuel him. It's fueled him. He is going crazy in Chicago. He is the reason why they are still, number I believe, they're the seed. number two seed in yep, the East. Number two. Even with all the injury, they play the oh, they play the Heat tonight, the number one seed, only one game back. They win tonight. They got the one seat back if they could beat the Heat tonight in Miami. But DeMar DeRozan, man, he's just took it up a notch in one area that I see where a lot of players don't ever get the chance to get to this area or this level, so to speak. He's just got that mentality like, bro, ain't nobody on this floor going to stop me tonight. Everybody's in the NBA is talented. You got some better than others, but there's only a certain group of guys who are unstoppable. And that's because they know that they ain't going to let no one stop them. No one. DeMar DeRozan is showing that this shit. This man is like 10 games in a row with 30 plus. 40 pieces, 50 pieces, getting wins, going and, I mean, just going on a hell of five win streak. I think they won seven in a row before they lost to John Morant and the Grizzlies on Saturday night. And it took job a 45 piece to knock them off. DeMar DeRozan, man, if it weren't for Joel Embiid, is a clear-cut MVP. And to be real with you, Joel Embiid has had a decent squad around him all year long. Mm-hmm. But DeMar DeRozan has been dealing with different lineup changes. Levine out, Caruso out, just didn't valent what's the big man they got? He's out. Valentunas, yeah. They he's been dealing with a lot, but they've been staying afloat. One seed, two seed in the East. He's probably got a, a case to say, hey, he might be the MVP of the league over Embiid right now. Black, DeMar DeRozan, what are you seeing? And 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 is it just me or or is this guy taking up another level that we didn't even think was possible? It's crazy to see him playing like this, and it reminds you of the Raptors days when, shoot, he was unstoppable. Him and Kyle Lowry, like, you remember when they was one seat, two seat in the East and having those those great uh, regular seasons. It just, they tripped up and had to go against LeBron, and 
Everybody, <laughs> everybody, you know, it just happens. But man, it's people shouldn't be surprised if you go back to Toronto days. He's he just killing it in the one area that he's really showing me, like man, he unstoppable in that area is the mid range. Like this Best in dude the league. kill the mid range. Best in the league. He gonna be out there trying to shoot threes and Mm-mm. mid. He gonna come inside. Eight. Wasn't a punch in. Yeah, and to see him the way that he's he's playing right now, this is scary for the Bulls. And once they get everyone back from these injuries and keep Levine healthy, man, they're gonna be a force to reckon with. D in the playoffs, mm-hmm. these guys could potentially be the one or two seed when the playoffs start. And man, you have to go to Chicago and have to deal with these guys who are scap- who are scrappy. They get up under you. Caruso causing havoc on the defensive end when he's on the floor. Like the Bulls, I love what the young upstart Bulls are doing with DeMar DeRozan. Man, we should have him in LA. Like this. Man, we it wouldn't even be a conversation. But we don't. He in Chicago doing his thing. I'm happy for DeRozan, man, because he went through some tough years in San Antonio. We we didn't know what Mm -hmm. was going on with him. Mm -hmm. But to get a fresh start and be with the Bulls, I love what I'm seeing from DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls. Yeah, special year for DeRozan. Special year, special talent. And I'm happy for him. You know, I hope the Bulls can make a deep playoff run. And once they get all their pieces back, man, they're going to make things very, very interesting Mm -hmm. in the Eastern Conference. I mean, the Eastern Conference playoffs is going to be – a battlefield out there, man. You got the number one seeded Heat right now, the Bulls, the Sixers, followed by the Young Cavs, the defending champion Bucks at five. Celtics making a crazy surge right now. Look like Jalen Brown and Tatum have figured out a lot of things. The Raptors are hanging in there. And then you got Brooklyn still waiting on their stars to return. The Hornets and the Hawks finishing up ninth and tenth. The Eastern Conference is going to be a fun playoff. I think the West is going to be a grueling, grinded out type of playoff style like it was last year with Phoenix prevailing. But the East, man, potential matchups, man, that you're going to get in the first round. You can get a Heat and Nets first round matchup, man. That's cr- One versus eight. Second round, I mean, same series, Bulls and the Raptors. How ironic would that be? DeMar DeRozan got to go to Toronto in the playoffs mm-hmm. and get rid of them to, to advance. I mean, potential Sixers and Celtics first round. Oh, man. I mean, just a lot of different scenarios that you can get with these playoffs in the Eastern Conference. This is a healthy conference. And we we were we remember the, the terrible days in the East. Um, for many, many, many years, man. A lot of those years, you can yeah pencil LeBron or pencil uh, the Celtics in. But other than that, man, now we got a healthy group of um, uh, teams in the Eastern Conference, man. A lot of great basketball uh, in the East. All right, let's go ahead and transition out into the Western Conference. Black John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. They are the third seed right now, one game out of the two seed uh, with the Golden State Warriors. Black. Is Morant and the Grizzlies, are they for real? Do you see them potentially making a deep playoff run this year? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, I love what the Memphis Grizzlies Grizzlies are doing. I love John Morant. Uh, This group of young talent that they have around him. Oh, well, he's young himself. So just this young group, man. And to see them putting it together, John Morant and them, they got to soak up a lot being in that playoff last year, being in the play-in and playing a few games here and there. Well, they actually won the play-in and was able to play the Jazz, correct? Who's and that? The Jazz putting them out last year. Yeah, they year. made the playoffs last they year. They made AC. the playoffs as the AC yeah, beat, uh, and, and was able to win one or two games against the Jazz. They won but, game one. Yeah, yep. but uh, they ended up losing. So you see this young, this young team come together, having the experience of 
playoff basketball and to see them putting it putting it together in the regular season and being right up there as the top three team in the West, that's good to see. Will they make a deep playoff run? D in my opinion, I don't know. I really don't know because, like you said, the West is it's a, it's going to be really tough in the West. It's a lot of good teams. If if they played a let's say they played a Dallas Maverick team that's looked like Jason Kidd got them on the upstart, getting big wins against the Warriors the other night. I don't know if Luca are going to allow John Morant and that young Grizzly team to beat them. I don't know, but I love what I'm seeing from them. Could they make a splash? They could, but right now I think this they may be a year out in my opinion. I I, I don't know if it's right now for them, but I love what I'm seeing from them. I think they can make a deep run. <clears throat> I think they can make a deep run. They remind me of that Sacramento Kings team. Bibby and 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 uh C Webb and Vlade okay. and Stoyakovich. They they remind me of them because you know John Moran and Dylan Brooks and uh, Jackson Hay. I mean, they got a lot of young, youthful players that are really good. They shoot the three well, they defend well, and they have a athletic freak as a leader who doesn't know the stop button. He is full speed ahead. They have good coaching, and they've been good since the beginning of the season. Right now, they're paired up against the Denver Nuggets at the playoff for the start today. I will pick the Grizzlies in seven games mm-hmm. to win that series. Now, all bets are probably off because Murray's on his way back and Porter Jr. on a way is on his way back, and they are eyeing a uh, probably two weeks before the playoffs start. So, you know, for them to return. You know, so we'll see what happens there. But listen, if they end up in a playoff matchup against the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's a fun yeah. win. That's a fun win in the first round. But then when you get to the second round, can they beat the Dallas Mavericks in a seven-game series? I'm going to say yes. Mm. I'm going to say they can beat them. I ain't saying I will pick them to win, but they could beat a Dallas Mavericks. Could they beat a Utah Jazz? They could beat a Utah Jazz. They could beat them. They could beat them. I don't think it's only it's only two teams. If you line them up, I'm going to say there's they're not going to beat them. They're not going to beat the Suns. They're not going to beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, they got a shot to knock them off. Okay. They got a shot to knock them off. Now, I'm not saying they're going to get to the Western Conference Finals or anything like that, but I fully expect them to be in the second round of the playoffs this year. Okay. I fully expect them to be there and to make it tough for the team they're playing in the second round. I fully expect them to make it really tough to see who's going to go to the Western Conference Finals. John Morant is amazing. I said this when he was drafted that year. I said this. I love Zion because Zion went to Duke. Love Duke. Coach K, shout out to you. But there was something about watching Ja versus watching a highlight reel in Zion. Ja is a real ball player. Mm -hmm. Zion is a freakish talent. And you see what's going on with him. Mm. It's sad what's yeah. happening with Zion, Zion out there in New Orleans. But back to Ja. Ja has ja excelled exceptionally in all areas. Great roster, young roster. They're growing together. And I think they're for real. I fully expect them to be in the second round of Western Conference playoffs. And depends on who they play. We'll see. We'll see. It just depends. I like this team. They're going to be around. They're going to be around, and they may be attractive to a superstar that may want to go there and play with Jaw, like Chris Webber ended up out there with the Sacramento Kings. Mm. So you might get them, but we'll see, man. But they already got a young superstar in Jaw Morant. First time All-Star this year, well-deserved. 
So uh, we'll see what's gonna happen do, with those. Do guys. you think he should, you know, be in the case for MVP? This I do. Year I think he's, he's playing. Yeah, he's a top five MVP candidate this okay. year. No doubt okay. about it. No doubt about it. I mean, look what he's doing. It looked like the game slowed down a lot from him. Uh, in this, in this what sec, third, third year, year. It's like it slowed down a whole lot. For Either him. it's slowing down for him, or he's just getting faster, uh, too fast for others. <laughs> it's either one or the other. Because when you watch this guy, he reminds you of a young Russell Westbrook. Yeah, a young, you know, way more athletic than Allen Iverson was. Like he just rem- to me, he's like a more controlled, if that's even a word for him, Russell Westbrook. Mm. Better shooter than Russ can do a lot of things better than Russ, but that athleticism. That's what got Russ by for so many years. Mm-hmm. He was a freakish athlete, and you could do nothing with him. He would dunk on you. He would blow by you. He would do whatever it is that he wanted to do with young Russell Westbrook. And that's what John Morant doing. Yeah. You can't do anything. Nothing. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get deeper into the Western Conference. Black, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, top two teams in the conference. Chris Paul out six to eight weeks with the thumb injury for Phoenix. And then the Warriors, they're just chugging along. Bad loss for them last night against uh, Dallas, by the way. That was an ugly loss ugly for them. Loss, yeah. up, up, up 16, 17 in the fourth quarter, and they end up losing by like seven or eight. Luka and them boys, they went and got them. Black, are these the two best teams in the West? Do you fully expect a Suns Warriors Western Conference Finals? Uh, it's a good chance, D. It's I I feel like the Warriors really missing Draymond right now. They are. They're really missing Draymond, and then they uh, we don't know what they're going to get out of Wiseman, Wiseman. but they need Wiseman to sure up that that inside. I, if Draymond's on that floor with an eighteen point lead, I don't think the the uh, no they don't lose that. The Mavericks don't lose. I mean, the Warriors don't lose that basketball no. game. So they need to get him back. The Suns are looking good. They lose to the Pelicans and then lose uh, like they did yesterday. Utah. Uh, against Utah. Those are two tough losses to the Suns right there. First time they lost back-to-back and games all year. That goes to show the importance of Chris Paul. When in pressure moments like that, you need you need Chris Paul. But it seems like guard. every year Chris Paul is dealing with this thumb. In. I don't know what's going on with his hands, his thumb area. It seems like it's the same injury with him uh, for a lot of years, years now. So, um... It's 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 safe to say, in my opinion, that the the Warriors and Sun are on the collision course. But we don't know who's going to be playing for who. Is Chris how healthy Chris Paul is going to be? How healthy Draymond's going to be come playoff push? We shall see. But I know they're going to get a lot of you know a lot of teams that are hungry hungry like like you say the Memphis Grizzlies. You expect them to make it to the second round. The Dallas Mavericks under Jason Kidd. They got rid of Porzingis and. They looking like a, a, a way better team now. They giving, way better. They giving uh, Luca more space now. So and I'm better like, defensively. Yeah, and uh, you got what Hardaway Jr. and those other guys shooting, Smith. The, yep. shooting the ball well. So we'll see. And then you can't. You hate to say it, you know they like the eighth seed if I'm not mistaken, eighth or ninth seed the uh, the Clippers. AFC the Clippers. They they just playing Timberwolves. wildly good basketball without either one of their stars. No Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard. That's coaching right there. Ty Lue. That's Ty Lue all day long. Got these boys the AFC and the potentially could get in the playoffs. Yeah, no doubt. And then you got, like you just said, you got the Timberwolves who, who are sitting right there. What, 7C? Seven 7C seven seven Timberwolves. 7C Timberwolves. Gritty. With having, um what's what's a boy name? Uh, Patrick Beverly, you know, causing havoc. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Uh uh, Edwards, uh, those guys, you know, just causing a lot of havoc. D'Lo, too. yeah, yeah. So and, and and D'Angelo Russell. So it's it's a lot of good teams in the West. 
it's going to be difficult, but I fully expect it to be a Suns and Warriors showdown once they get their pieces back together. I think the only team that can interrupt a showdown between the Warriors and the Suns is the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. I think that's the only team that can really interrupt things. I don't get me wrong. The Minnesota got a lot of talent, man. But I don't see them knocking off anybody, like neither one of these guys, in a, in a, in a seven-game uh, series. I mean, if the Lakers get their act together – which they won't, they can make things interesting, but they won't beat either one of these teams. The Utah Jazz are another team. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, they've been together a while now. Jordan Clarkson is playing out of his mind. He's going to go back-to-back six-man of the year this year. Mm. I watched that game with Jordan Clarkson was fearless yesterday against Phoenix late in that game, and he produced well. When you look around now, you're losing... Um, uh, Ingles was a big loss for big them. Big loss for yeah. Big loss big for them. Loss. But it's like they found uh, what's the dude name? I can't remember. Uh, Bush. I can't remember his name, but he's a shooter coming off the bench, and he's like, look, he look like Ingles out there. <laughs> it's like they're not missing anything. I, I, I can't remember his name right now, but the Utah Jazz are another team. So, do I trust the Jazz though? Donovan Mitchell has shown that he can go toe-to-toe. We've seen the epic matchup with him and Jamal Murray two years ago in the bubble. By God, 40 versus 45, game six. 40 versus 46, game seven. We've seen it. But I don't know if you can send Steph Curry home. Mm-hmm. Can you send Chris Paul home? I don't know if they'd be able to do that. So I'm going to ride with you. I fully expect a Suns Warriors Western Conference Finals, and then handcuff me and blindfold me, and I'll tell you how things going to win that. <laughs> but the Western Conference is going to be a grueling, knockdown, dragged out type of playoff, and I'm really looking forward to it. So a lot of different matchups that are going to take place out in the Western Conference, and you know we just have to we just have to see what happens, man. We just have to see what happens. Now, Black. Let's stay in the West for one last topic, man. So, Zion Williamson, Wallace Pelicans. What is going on? Do you expect this to be it for Zion? Does he leave New Orleans? New Orleans is not even promoting the man in the arena. They're not even promoting him on, like, the game thing. Nothing. It's weird. C.J. McCollum has came down there and breathed a little life into the young Pelicans, I mean, Brandon Ingram and him went to work on the Lakers last night and got him a huge win. Matter of fact, since CJ's been there, they're 2-1. and one. Since he's been there, but will the Pelicans have a future with Zion, or do you expect Zion to end up elsewhere? Um, I don't expect Zion to be there, man. It's crazy to see the man. He looked like a couch potato, man. He didn't got so big. He ain't dropped no weight. He didn't got bigger. He looked terrible. I'm like, what's, what's, what's really going on? You don't want to be Number screaming... Zion being a bust, but we hadn't seen anything from him. We hadn't heard from him. Who would have thought two years in, we'll be talking about he need to be elsewhere. That's what needs to happen, D. He needs to be elsewhere. Sad. He doesn't need to be in New Orleans. I, obviously, if they ain't promoting the man or putting him on none of the nothing New Orleans Pelicans, that means it's a divide there. Sad. And it's very sad two years in. What, three years in? And, yeah, third and, and, and it's very sad. It just seemed like these big-time big time guys don't work out. Anthony Davis didn't work out with the Pelicans. Chris Paul wasn't able to stay in New Orleans when he was there. Now you have this with Zion. Like, it's it's crazy to watch, but I fully expect him, D, to 
uh, potentially be elsewhere. If he gets back to the Pelicans and they work things out, great. But we might be seeing the last days of him being with the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, man, I I don't know what's going to happen. It's one of the more bizarre stories that you know we've seen in the NBA in quite some time. Number one pick, young player. The man, I think total, he's played like a total of like 35 or 36 games with the organization in three years. We know he broke his foot and had foot surgery and, and uh, some complications with the foot trying to get back. But we don't even get updates about Zion anymore. No, we don't. When he does show up to the arena to show support for the guys, like you said, he looks out of shape. He looks heavier. He was already a big man with extraordinary athle- with extraordinary athleticism for his size. And now it looks like He's been in the league 10 years. And it's sad. It's sad what's going on with the guy. And maybe a fresh start is needed. I mean, but I kind of find it hard that that Griffin, the general manager who everybody hates and has deemed a liar Mm -hmm. for how he has moved since he's been in New Orleans. And pretty much he has say-so because the owners for the Pelicans, they just, they down there dealing with the Saints. They ain't worried about what's going on with the Pelicans. They don't care nothing about that, what's going on down there. And Daniel Griffin is wrecking the franchise. Mm -hmm. They got some good fresh air with C.J. McCollum, but ain't no guarantee C.J. going to be there after this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what... (laughs) I got to assume that Griffin make it hard for Zion to leave, franchise him or whatever it is. But maybe Griffin needs to just chuck it up to the game and let him walk, man. Just let him walk and let him find a fresh start because this is one of the most bizarre things that I've ever seen in, in the NBA is the Zion Williamson story. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, man. And I honestly just don't know what's going to take place. I want to see Zion healthy. I want to see him play. I want to see him in the league. I want to see him night in and night out going against up the younger stars that are passing him by right now. Zion has to come back and earn respect. Zion's going to have to come back and earn his keep in the NBA. Zion doesn't have respect in this league. Mm. He doesn't have any. Look at what's going on right next to him. His homeboy, John Morant. He's going absolutely crazy. Same draft. One pick below the man. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, man. All right, Black, who is your MVP? We talked about it a little bit earlier with DeRozan and Joel. But, Black, right now, if you had a vote and your vote was due in the next 30 minutes for MVP, who are you voting for and why? Man, I got to get that thing to Embiid, man. Yeah. I just love the season. And, and, and you know why I love to see it? We hadn't seen a big man win it. In the, well, the Joker won it last year. So, yeah, we've seen a big man win it. But to see Embiid do it, man, he just... Uh, I love Embiid, man. B has really made an impression on me these past few years with his, you know, with him getting better and better each year. And I love to see it. And, man, this year he's been off the charts this year. Uh, I got DeMar DeRozan a very close second, but I like Embiid to win his MVP this year. Yeah, I'm with you, man. DeRozan's right there. He's right there. But I think Embiid has been more dominant. Mm-hmm. I think when you watch Embiid play, it's just, you know, it's just a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude is the best player on the floor. And there's nothing that no one can do. Nothing nobody can do with the man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, Rosen has had to carry the Bulls. He's literally had to carry them. But Joel Embiid is going up against the best players at his position and absolutely trashing them, man. Absolutely trashing them night in and night out. And then with the addition of James Harden, you think he would have to dial back some? No, sir. <laughs> He's only going stronger and only going harder. So I got to go with Joel and B right now as my MVP. And to be real with you, I'd be surprised if he doesn't win it. Mm-hmm. 
DeRozan would have to like <laughs> DeRozan would have to even like take it up a notch. If if they if DeRozan can find a way to get that one seed somehow and the Bulls be a one seed going into the playoffs, you think he might have he he may get it then? It could be enough. But Joel's doing it on the defensive side and the offensive side. I mean, okay. he's literally dominating the game. Dominating all aspects. Like, guys literally don't have a chance. Will he be your defensive player this year? Embiid? And MVP? Huh. We've seen it with Giannis. MVP and defensive player of the year. I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no that he doesn't get both honors. I think Giannis is making a, another case of being defensive player of the year once again because, okay. good God. Draymond was on a good path of doing that as well before he got injured, but he's not going to get it now. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think Embiid. He probably would be considered. Okay. But I don't think he gets that elusive title of being defensive player of the year and uh, the MVP of the league. Would it surprise me? No, it wouldn't surprise me. But I, I, I'm going to say no. He doesn't. He doesn't get that. Okay. All right. Now, Black, the play-in tournament. All right. The playoff push. The play-in tournament. Are you a fan of the play-in tournament? Oh, not really. I think. Why? I just don't like the 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 ninth and I mean the tenth and ninth seed being able to compete to become the eighth seed. I think they just need to go with the old format, the top eight the, the top eight seeds. If you want to be in the playoffs and you the ninth or tenth seed, you need to win enough games to become the eighth seed. Right. And have a chance to get in. I, I I'm I'm not a fan of it. I don't see how it makes it better for the uh, NBA playoff time. I don't see why, but. Um, they got it in place, D. So you know we gotta enjoy it. And is uh, NBA basketball and the way it's going look like we're gonna have it around for a, a have it around for a while unless they experiment and try to do something else. But I'm not a fan of the of the play in. I think it just need to be the one through eight, and that's who uh, play in the playoffs. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You get more basketball. That's what <laughs> you get drama. You get drama field basketball. Yeah. You get enough. And last year it played out. I mean, the top eight teams in both conferences, they made it. Mm-hmm. They made it. So the NBA kind of lucked up on them. But one of these years, a ninth seed or a tenth seed going to jump and get that eighth seed spot. It's going to happen. But I love it, man. I mean, you got to, the game got to evolve, man. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the future. I'm all about what can you do to make the product on TV better. And this is better. If you could get additional basketball, man, and don't have that gap between the playoffs, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. So I like it, man. And the way things are setting up now uh, in the conferences uh, right now, your play-in tournament be Minnesota versus the New Orleans Pelicans and then the Clippers and the Lakers. All right? That'll be uh, your Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, you'll have the Raptors and Hawks mm-hmm. in one, and then you'll have the Nets and the Hornets in the other. All right? So you get some compelling basketball, some pretty good talent, some superstars, some well, some stars, some mix of superstars to try to get into the playoffs. So I'm a fan for evolving the game, and I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, man, so that's pretty much going to wrap up today's show. All right? So before we get out of here, we're going to continue, obviously, to talk about the NFL the combine is getting ready to take place. Pro days are getting ready to take place. Of course, the NFL draft is working and getting into shape. And we'll be talking uh, about all of those things in the coming weeks. Of course, more Jacksonville Jaguars news. Hopefully, a lot of you guys were able to catch the State of the Union uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to the NPN Network for playing that. Uh, the Sound of Duval as well for playing our show. We really appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, like I said, hopefully you guys were able to catch that. So more NFL talk, but we are in heavy basketball season, and we will be talking a lot of NBA. But, of course, don't fret. Don't fret. 
We'll be talking about all the hot NFL topics, man, uh, going uh, going forward. All right. So, Black, anything before we get out? Uh, no, man. Just appreciate all the love and support from my listeners and everyone who rock with us, man. Y'all keep y'all keep rocking with us. Got a like D said. We got a lot of content coming your way. Uh, free agency, draft, combine, a lot of things going on. NBA heavy. Excited about where we're going. Y'all keep rocking with us. Um, that's all. That's all I got. Yeah, man. Y'all let me know what them locks is, man. What, what y'all looking on that bet line, man? <laughs> Holla at your dog. What them locks is, man. Who you like over your unders, your 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 your, your, your uh, favorites, your underdogs. It's some wild tickets, man. Shout out to the Bleacher Report app, man. They always dropping some crazy nonsense, man. With a guy put down two dollars and fifty cent on a on a fifteen parlay and walk out with uh fourteen thousand dollars. When it's gonna be my turn, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I seen one a while ago. Uh, somebody had put a, a two dollar. He put a two or three dollar yeah, bet man. on something that Draymond went and went and scored points or something. And Draymond checked in the game and checked out. And yeah. he won his ticket like that. It's crazy, man. I was like, what? It's it so many different things, yeah. <laughs> and he won like over 100000 like 250000 off the ticket. I was like, oh, that's crazy, It's man. so many things that you can do, you know, on these things, man, with all the different uh, online betting sites, man, and... You know, it's fun. You know, you it, back in the day, man, you would have to put down $100, $200, $300 to try to make a bet. Man, you literally can put down $1. I know a guy won't reveal his identity. He had a 15-pick parlay, put $1 down, hit, and won $30,000. Mm. I saw the ticket and almost lost my life. <laughs> when it's going to be my turn, Lord? So, uh, yeah, man, y'all let me know what your locks are, man. We're going to be trying to incorporate uh, different things, man, with, uh, 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 you know, the online sports betting, just giving out, you know, different tips of what we think, man, over-unders, favorites here and there, man. So, y'all let us know. Uh, catch us on the socials, all right, social media. You can find me, Dedrick Hicks Jr., on Twitter and on Instagram and on the YouTube, all right? It was so funny the other day. One of my sports listeners said, hey, man, I saw you on the Cologne show. <laughs> I say, that's right. I do more than talk about... Uh, sports. I am into fragrances as well, but you could find me on there if you're interested in that thing. Black, where can they find you? Yeah, y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Man, y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, breaking news. If we get some breaking news, man, of course we'll be rolling something out. So, we've kind of altered our schedule. We'll be recording on Mondays again. And, um, you know, we'll be putting out the show Monday night. And then, of course, as we get closer to football season, then we'll go back to Sunday. All right, because you got your college football on Saturday and your NFL on Sunday. So we just kind of alternating uh the show a little bit. All right. So until next time, y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves. This has been episode 165 of the Sports Desk. Always a great time. We'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, this would do some much sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.